Hello and welcome to You've Never Seen Back to the Future, the podcast that's both a trick and a treat. Hello, Leah. Hello. Oh, that's a stunning introduction. So we're back for our, a one-off Halloween special um, and you've got quite, you sound like you've got a bit bad throat. Is that because you've been up all night because you're a werewolf and you've been howling or you've been screaming at young children running past the house? Sadly, it it's not. I wish it was all of those things. Yeah, possibly COVID, um, <laughs> pending test results. Um, been here for about four weeks. I've done a lot of travelling, um, and I think I'm a bit burnt out, if I'm honest. Um, not this is a self-help podcast, but um, the good news is I've been able to spread our podcast in no less than five countries in the last <laughs> it's impressive. six weeks. I've... So. Yeah. Whereas I've just been leaving um, the cards. We've got little promo cards made. If anyone would like a little promo card, I've got some of them and I've just been leaving them on the tube. Nice. I'd like that though. I feel rude oh, so I feel, doing it though. You feel rude? Yeah, because I'm like leaving them on seats or on like the little couple of times I've like, you know, the little table that mm -hmm, folds mm -hmm. down. I, I, yeah. I, put, I put a couple of cards in there and then I lift it back up again. And then when the person unfolds it there but i just feel like i'm being a little bit intrusive to people i like it so i've left some at heathrow airport um strategically on the elevators so uh, sorry on the escalators so um, as you go up there's like these metal bits that kind of like support the glass paneling and i've like managed to strategically wedge them in the metal uh support panes. So that that pleased me a lot i left one on the um Oh, what you got the monorail in Vegas? That felt very satisfying. Um, yeah, just I've really, to say I've really that got you've left it on a monorail. monorail. It's just to say that you've left it on a monorail. I know, right? But in Las Vegas, and also, um, yeah, I've hidden some as well in really random places. So, at some point in the future, somebody will, you know, be sat somewhere and like lift something. Like, oh my god, what is this? I would be delighted if I found this. Like, I once found a book on a train. On an underground, actually, and um, in a Waterstones bag where someone had literally just forgotten to take their book home. I thought it was like winning the lottery. So I feel like sometimes, like finding random things can just bring you joy. What if you then listen to the podcast and you're like, "Oh my god, these people are just like they're giving me life." Now that does put me onto the thought that obviously you know Halloween trick or treaters, and I was talking to a friend this morning, and uh, I don't think there's any way I can say this that will kind of get back to it. So it should, should be okay. And she's got a nine-year-old daughter, and she showed me a video that her daughter made of some other girl singing in an incredibly annoying voice. And she went, I know this is awful to say, but I just want to punch that nine-year-old straight in the face. Wow. No, I know what she means, because I heard the recording, and it's pretty awful. And there is that thing with children, like, when they're of, like, a certain... Sometimes you'll see a kid, and it'll be, like, a certain height. I don't know. I, I'm not very good with guessing kids' ages. They're probably like under two, and you go, I could really punt that child. Oh I my could god! Really, you know? When, oh my god! I know what you're you know talking you go, about. But just like, the right height, I could really get my foot wrapped around that kid. Yeah. Oh, my son! Like genuinely, right now, he's perfect. For that. Like he is. He. Uh, your, me son and is a, your son is a perfect punting age. He is sixteen months, right? And he is not only is he at punting age, he is at spiking like a watermelon age. This is him today, like, <laughs> watching telly. Tell me 
you do not want to punt that child. I'll be honest. He he's getting sl- he he's just about the he's at the peak like size to be punted. Like, give him another th- couple of months. He's going to be too big. Yeah, you could really take a. Oh my god. <laughs> Firstly, he does look really cute, but you could probably just take a run up and punt that kid. Punt him. And today, uh, he's having some issues with his teeth, uh, and it was a bit of a weird one anyway, because Ellie had to work, so I basically had to like look after the kid whilst working, which is almost impossible. And um, his teeth were hurting him, so he was like biting me. He picked up at one point, he picked up a toy car, and he hit me around the head with it at a full pelt. <laughs> And you don't think toddlers have a lot of arm strength, but fuck me, they do. And I all it took every single fibre in my being not to grab that car and smash him around the head with it, like that. Just <laughs> as I know. I mean, I didn't do it and I never would. But in the moment, I swear to God, I was like, that'll teach you. Fuck, you little fuck. You know what? what you, you know what? <laughs> you little fuck. Little <laughs> what would have been amazing if it... I don't know if you remember these little cars, like the little toy cars from when we were kids but like you could tap the side of it and it would spin round and it would be all like damaged and dented wow can you imagine like if he hit you on the head with it and then it spun round and was all dented after it would have been brilliant no this is like a massive like it's a it's actually a car with three p's in it when you push it along one p spins round one p goes up and down it's like a big thing with wheels and he just like swung it like like a brick um and i was like it really hurt like um, and then subsequently he bit me really hard, but that was because his teeth were hurting. And I was like, can I bite him back or is that bad form? So, yeah, I mean, I completely get you. So, yeah, I'm with you. Um, yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't have a kid. I don't know the rules on these things. If a kid bites you, can, no, is it you can do back whatever they do? To no. You? Okay. No, no, no. On the other hand, if you punt him. Yeah, he can't punt me. Yeah, but he's absolutely welcome to try it back. Yeah, go, go for it, son. Yeah. Anyway, we should get on with this because I'd like to talk to you about a film, if I may. I'm pretty sure this film is about a crazed killer who rips through people's body with razor-like precision. I think I may have actually seen a part of this movie uh, and someone comes up from under a bed and just rips the person in two and then flies them around the room. I was at a sleepover and I was 11, so this is quite a crude remembering. But essentially, I'm guessing that a very American family are getting ready for Christmas, which is weird because you'd think it would be Thanksgiving. But anyway, as they start making their holiday plans, Halloween night is thrust upon us. The parents are out of town at a convention and the kids decide to have a small party. Unfortunately, someone gets murdered. And when one of the kids goes to get more drinks from the garage, boom, massacred teen on the floor. The screams alert the rest of the young folk who, after assembling and trying to call the police, realise they're locked in this house. And the house is a shit show. The rest of the film shows the killer picking off each and every party goer until the oldest daughter is the only one left. She has several close calls with death, including the killer's cutting her face and her ponytail clean off. As the sun rises over the picket fence, the survivor emerges from her hiding place and we see the open front door. Fast forward to Christmas. Turns out the younger brother also survived and the family is celebrating. One of the unopened gifts under the tree is handed to the daughter and when she opens it, 
Inside is her ponytail with a note that reads, <laughs> until next time, she screams, roll credits. I thought the ponytail was a very specific touch that, like, <laughs> to mention. It's like, yeah, yeah, gave it like a summer cut. That's fine. Uh, well, thank you, Leah. That was um, a lovely piece of work. Um, there were initially references to like razor sharp and stuff. So I'm thinking Freddy Krueger nightmare on Elm street. And then after that, you went into like, even though it's about Halloween and then you skipped Thanksgiving and said they were preparing for Christmas in October, which I don't approve of anyway. It's too early. What? So what uh, is it? Is it a nightmare on Elm street? No, it's a nightmare before Christmas. Okay. Right. I've got the nightmare word, right? Yeah, I mean, it's possible that I've done what I often do, mix up films. Yeah, so I've never seen this movie, but um, you, what did you say? It was Very much night- idea of the podcast, yeah. Yeah, so that you said Nightmare on West Street. What did you say? Nightmare on Elm Street. So, okay, let's start with this. Have you heard of Freddy Krueger? Yeah, like that's that's the bit I kind of like in my head remember from the sleepover with the like he kind of like spiked through the bed and um it, it really fucked with me for quite some time because I was 11 I don't think I should have been watching it but um when I when I read this film name that's what I thought of um and then I was like well I don't understand how that would be relevant to Halloween so I was like well if it's before Christmas then the Christmas planning if it's like a horror film then that's mm. quite like a Halloween-y thing, right? They're... No, I don't think so. I feel like maybe that guy, um, he is the he is the killer in my in my movie, but one of or two of the people maybe have just gone to sleep. Because you know sometimes you go to a party and you're like, oh, I'm fucking over this, and you just like crash out. That's never happened to you then? Yes. Okay. Like you go to a party and fall asleep. If it was one of my really good friends, totally. Let's put it like this. These people, let's say there's 30 kids in this house, right? And they're all going to get fucking ripped apart by this maniac. This guy, Freddy guy, he, maybe he's the killer, right? And he... He is in this film. Yeah, and at some point in this film, he rips people through the bod- through the bed. So what, like, how I, does he rip them? As in, like, pulls them through the bed? No, he like comes do, up. When you, when you say rip, what do you mean? He's got like he's describe like, Freddy Krueger to me. He's like a regular guy. He's just got really fucked up hands. Like his hands are like scissors, and he basically can just cut you. Fredward scissor hands. What? Edward scissor hands. What's Fredward? Since when is Fredward a name? <laughs> You're like Fredward. Yeah, that's probably what he said. No, because we're talking about Freddy Krueger. You said a minute ago. Yeah, and you said, and now you're talking. Now you, then you called him Fredward Scissorhands. <laughs> You've heard of the film Edward Scissorhands? I think so. Yes. Oh Jesus. Uh, yeah, no, I, okay. I haven't Let's seen it. Let's go back. It. So, okay. Nightmare on Elm. Nightmare Before Christmas. This guy, yeah. Freddy, and he is hiding under a bed. Normal looking fella. But with 
sharp fingers, Re- okay, really so long fingernails. What I'm trying to explain to you is this. I think I've seen <laughs> maybe about three minutes of A Nightmare Before Christmas, right? The bit I, I don't saw know if you have. was this guy who was asleep in a bed, or it might have been a girl, and then this other guy, this dude, had these really sharp, maybe he had knives for fingers, I don't fucking know. He came up from under the bed, he stabbed her through her body, and fucking yep. flung her around the room, right? What I'm saying is, this film is basically, the whole film is basically a party, a Halloween party, where that guy with the fucking scissors knife finger hands has locked mm-hmm. all of the teenagers, essentially, in the house, unplugged all the phones so they have no way out, and he picks them off one by one. And the bit I think I've seen of this movie is where the guy comes up from the bed and, like, fucking flays this woman alive. Can, can, I, can I just talk practically? Mm-hmm. He, he's, locked, he's locked all the doors and windows to this house. Yeah. How, how has he done that without them noticing? Is it, like, one of the ones with the little key which he's got to turn? Well, I think subsequently you'd find this out in like the, the sequel, um, but it's actually her dad. So he's like been planning this. He's at a convention. A he's not really though. There's a ruse. Ruse. What sort of? So hold on. Is he? Um, does does he? Is it like a knife convention or something? Then? No, him and his wife were like I don't know at varying business trips. Like oh, sorry, I'm out of town. Oh, I'm out of town too, honey. No worries. You know, like so he's not killed her. He's not killed wife? the wife. No, 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 no. She thinks he's a good guy. Like, you know, they come back from the convention. They find the kids, like, all fucked up. Like, they think the son's dead, but it turns out he's okay. And the oldest daughter's, like, traumatized. And then, obviously, you know, goes into Christmas. And we're, like, treated to this kind of, like, wonderful family scene where they're so glad to have each other. But we don't know this yet because in this, it's only in the sequel that we find out that the dad oh. is the killer. But the daughter has your level of skepticism because she starts in the second movie like freaking out about how did they lock us in the house? How did, you know, how was this possible? Like, how did he know so much about a house? Who's the killer? Who's the killer? And she kind of works out that the only person with that much, like, insider knowledge would be her dad. It must be horror, like, absolutely harrowing. I mean, it's really. Or, or her mum. No, because bear in mind, she had a lot of close, close kind of shaves with the killer, let's say. And, um, you know, he, he gripped like a man. Like, you can tell the difference. <laughs> he gripped like, like a man. That yeah, fucking must rate. We're going to put that on the T-shirts. He gripped like if a you man. Get your, uh, you've never seen Back to the Future. He gripped like a man T-shirt. <laughs> Stay there. Yeah, definitely. Um, follow us on social media. So, okay. So, beginning of the film, parents go away to a convention. And Separate say, Okay, you can have some yeah. friends over, but don't go, don't go mad. Don't get exactly. crazy while we're away. They've got a party, just sort of like 10 people. Few more pile on, few more pile on. So you know how it is. It's like, oh, yeah, we're just keeping it low key. And then someone's like, oh, my God, I put something out on whatever the fuck was around then. Because this film's like 90s, I reckon. Yeah, early 90s. So would you say this is more of a, a, a gathering or a party? So gathering, just sort of like, I think gathering is like people who you've actually invited. Party is when other people get brought along i guess it's probably it would 
difficult to say because it's not meant it's not massive right and you do have to like know who the characters are because you sort of have to invest in them before they get you know fucking mutilated i mean i didn't go into too much detail but every fucking killing is brutal <laughs> you know um which i enjoy so hold on does he does is it like one of them goes down to the goes down to the basement to buy you know to find some beer yeah. or something doesn't come yeah. back up so that's the first one so and guess, do you see yeah. them get killed oh uh, yeah you do see them yeah yeah you see them <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, tell me about the first one then. How's the first? Who, who's the first one to go? The first one's just some person who goes to get beer, like really inconsequential. Goes out to the garage. You don't see the first kill. Boy or girl? Uh, let's say boy. It's scarier that way because everyone thinks women are so easy to pick off. So this boy goes out to get some beer um, from like a chest freezer that they're like, you know, using to like, like or eskies or something. I don't know. And um, what es- eskies? Yeah, like you know, like eskies, like a cool boxes. Oh, okay, right. And um, so he goes out there, and he, so actually, no, a girl goes out there to get some beer from an esky, and the guy's already dead, and he's been like, "Not, I'm, I'm not sure about the use of the word esky. Yeah, I mean, I n- never heard that word before. I think maybe it's Australian, like a, a cool box, like." They've got some big bins with ice in with beer in it. Right. Cool, cool box. Let's say cool box then. No, I think the time I managed to use an esky, the only time I ever used an esky was when I lived in Australia. Like, I don't think I've owned one in England. So I'm sorry if I'm like, right, agreeing. So, I mean, it does. It makes it even strange if you to use that word then, doesn't it? No, because that's the only time I ever owned one. It was called an esky. We call that a cool box. Right. We've got a Halloween tree. That sounds legitimately like a nightmare before Christmas. That is what this film is about, isn't it? I'll, I'll get her to take a photo. She made nightmare um, a nightmare before Christmas baubles for it last year, year before. And uh, oh my god, that's little... so about the film we're watching. So was it like people's kidneys and like severed legs and stuff? Exactly, oh. and just like there's someone on a bed with a, like a big blade going through their chest. Oh my god. That and, is uh, very and, and one of and one of the decorations is just um a cool box. Oh an esky. Sorry, an esky. Yeah. So we don't see the first murder. They go down to the basement and find the basically mutilated corpse. He's been filleted. Like when I say filleted, I mean like literally like they've cut <laughs> him into tiny pieces as if he was like a really good steak laid out on one of those wooden boards. Like a filet of fish. <laughs> you okay so that's number one number one dead number yeah. then they go downstairs they find any idea what number one's name is nah nah mate i look to be fair i haven't got like a blow by blow on this and i, and I wouldn't want to tell you anyway because that would totally utterly ruin the drama of the movie right um what i can tell you is every single death is more horrific than the one before and some of the stuff oh, that they do is just filthy i mean really filthy this is definitely yeah some of it's a bit sexy hold on where's the sexiness coming in because they're teenagers and they're doing sexy stuff or like sexy there's a bit of sexy time murder yeah like bit of like they're definitely going to be like a couple macking out or like getting into it and um macking getting murdered i know do you know what i think it's another australian phrase I think I said that once on another podcast and I got exactly the same reaction. What do you call it when you're like making out, making out? 
just sounds really weird. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 sorry. I think maybe you just weren't pronouncing the word right. Okay, that might have been it. You, no, you were giving it a hard K. Like, that was maybe no, the like that's what you say, isn't it? Like, oh, yeah, they were macking out. Not making out. Making out for me just sounds really weird, like really formal. Would you like to make out? It's not right. Macking out is not a word. I'm going to look it up. So you've got eskies and macking. No, some of them have got, I think it's a brand. I think it must be, maybe it's a brand. Maybe eskies a brand. Like, you know what we say, Hoover, when actually we should say vacuum cleaner because Hoover is a brand. And tannoy, where we mean loud hailer system. There's definitely some people who are like properly like getting it on, if that's okay with you. Right. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah. So pe- some some young people getting sexy. Yeah. And then they get and killed. And then what? They get stabbed up during the sexy time. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about how I broke my leg? Uh, do I want to hear this story? Am I going to look at you differently? I don't imagine so. Like you were aware that I've had sex before, right? <laughs> like, oh, I don't that... want to hear a story about you having sex. Okay. Okay. Then I won't tell you. So, I don't think I want to hear. I, I think, think I want to hear a story about you having sex at, at interview breaking your leg. Oh fuck it, I do. Obviously, yeah, go for it. So the really important thing is, my mum doesn't listen to this podcast because my mum believes to this day that I broke my leg, um, hopping around in a sleeping bag. But um, I was on a school trip, and um, <laughs> sorry, hang on, can we just stay on that a second? What story did you tell your mum? I didn't tell her. The school professor told her. And the professor told her. Okay. What, what is your school professor? Yeah. The professor. My professor from okay, high school. Right, well, okay, we'll, we'll just carry on past that. What did the school tell your mum? That I was hopping around and sleeping. What does your mum believe to this day? She doesn't believe it. Like, even at the time, she was like, I don't believe that this is how you did it, but this is what bullshit they've told me. And I was like, okay, well, it's true. So, yeah, go for yourself. So, um, Sounds like the sort of thing you would do. Yeah, I think so. The whole story is quite embarrassing for me, if you must know. So if you don't really want to hear it, I'm not going to tell you it because, honestly... No, no, go like, for it. It's not going to be embarrassing for me, is it? No, not at all. So I was on a school trip and... um We've been to a lot of different places. It was a long trip. We were away for over a month. And um, we were in Latvia. And we'd gone out and had quite a nice evening. And I met a guy who seemed quite nice. And I invited him back to our hotel. My friends were going clubbing. So I had the place to myself pretty much. So I was like, because hmm. we were in like larger shared rooms. So we went back to the hotel. It's fine. I was actually staying in a room but my bed was like a double sofa bed and anyway so we went back to the room we were the only ones there we got to it and um one of my friends burst into the room uh and kind of was like oh my god you're having sex and the shock of her entrance kind of made a jolt i guess is the best like um Made him shock his entrance. Well, it was a bit of a jolt, and the jolt basically <laughs> folded up the bed. Nothing. So, <laughs> but the problem was two problems now. <laughs> My foot slash ankle kind of got scooped up in the mechanism of the folded up <laughs> bed, and I couldn't get my foot out and. 
he or I couldn't really do much about the fact that we were in a compromising position in a folded up bed. <laughs> so so my... you're, are you, you're, you're trapped in a folded up bed? Yeah. And we are awesome. in the middle of what we intended to do. So it wasn't a very... Teenage sexy time, yeah. Mm. So my friend went and got my two best friends at the time who were who were guys to come and unfold the bed <laughs> and then it gets it gets better it gets better this is the, the best thing ever so the bed gets unfolded they give us a few moments just to make her go our separate ways he goes he leaves pretty sharpish i mean the poor guys i mm-hmm. mean probably regretting his life choices and um i've got a broken foot so we're like shit we need to call someone because i have to go to hospital because it's quite clearly my foot is is fucked and i'm in a lot of pain Um, but i'm also naked uh, as you would expect and um i need to get myself into a situation where i mean there's definitely a resolution to being naked like there's a way of resolving that so I put on a pair of uh, red satin pajamas, which is all I had to hand, and um, Classy. got in a sleeping bag and then pretended that I'd fallen over in it. They called the professor who came. They called an ambulance. The ambulance came and they took me to the Latvian hospital. In uh, this is like half past two in the morning. When I got there, still they were in the up. sleeping bag. No, 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 I'm out of the sleeping bag. I'm I'm just in the uh, red satin pyjamas. Just remember that because in my hurry, like I hadn't thought to perhaps like put on underwear. So that comes back later. So I am in the ambulance and when I get to the hospital, they wake up the x-ray guy and the x-ray guy explains my foot and he's like, yeah, 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 it's broken. And they wake up the plastering guy and he's like, yeah, we need to plaster her foot. Okay, great, fine. My professor was like, mm, okay, no worries at all. They're going to plaster you. I'll, I'll be outside. I'm fine. So I'm lying on the table and I'm just thinking, this is a fucking disaster. Like, I don't, I, how the fuck has this happened? Like, this is not normal. Oh my God, I'm mortified. Everything's awful. And um, I'm not conscious of the fact that the guy has got a pair of scissors and he's cut up the leg of my pajama bottoms through the waistband, yeah, of the wrong leg. So not the leg that's broken. The good half of my pajamas <laughs> did not need to be cut. And I'm like, no, no, it's the other foot. And he's like, oh, okay, no worries. And then he cuts up the other side of the pajama <laughs> bottoms through the waistband. So I now have two, like, connected at the top, <laughs> satin flaps, right? He puts my leg in blast. Um, and my 70-year-old science professor... Oh. God bless him, like, he's dead now, thank God, because I would just hate for the fact that he has to relive this moment, took off his belt so he could literally lash the front and the back of my pyjama bottoms, like, (laughs) at the waist, so that I could get home in a cab with a leg in plaster. So, yeah, I mean, realistically speaking, there is incidents and incidents. This was not a good one for me. I nearly... I nearly said no to that story. 
Can I just apologise to to the listeners for for nearly not allowing that story, um, dude? I don't really know where we can go from there. Is there anything else you want to say about about this film? So, uh, yeah. So there's a whole load of people. They all get slowly murdered, and then cuts off the girl's hair rather than killing her. Why does he save the girl but try to kill the son? He doesn't save her. She literally she hides. So in the end, she hides. So he tries to kill her a couple of times, and she I can't even remember where she hides, but because I made this up, and I can't remember where I made up she hides. But let's imagine she hides in, like, the inside of a speaker or something. Like, she contorts herself into a really small space, and he has to leave the house because his wife is coming back from the convention, right? So she, she lives purely on... His plan was to kill them all, which is, you know, we right. learned in the sequel. The only other thing I'd say about this is I, I hope it doesn't trigger me because when I saw this film, I was staying at this girl's called Fiona Botterill's house, right, when I was 11. And Hi, Fiona. she made us watch two films. The first one was about a man. Again, I didn't watch all of it because I don't watch films. I'm pretty sure he had a brain in a jar. Okay. And the second one was about the man with the cutting knives who came up and smashed his room around the room. And at that point, I was like, do you mind if we don't watch this? Because I think I might shit myself. Um, And it did actually stop me from sleeping for about four weeks. So, yeah. But anyway, I'm going to watch it tomorrow. So let's see what happens. If I don't come back, it's because I'm (laughs) traumatized. Have you seen this movie? When you say this movie... (laughs) <laughs> do you mean the film that you've just described beautiful uh, a, a nightmare before christmas yeah okay yeah i'm not a massive fan of it i've got friends um uh the wife is a big fan I, that, that wasn't the whole of the sentence but it wasn't i've just i've got friends, I've got friends. there was more after that I, I've got, I didn't want to show off i've got friends um Therese, my friend Teresa is a is a very big fan of this film uh the wife is a big fan of this film I mean, I'm, okay. I mean, I'll watch it. But... Well, we, we have to watch it because that's kind of the, the other point of this uh, whole podcast. Yeah. What I would like to say is one thing. Sorry, just a little bit of admin. And normally it's you that does this. But um, I happened to say in our last podcast that none of my friends had uh, listened and um, mm-hmm. they were all shit people. And one of my friends, uh, Jenny, she actually texted me and said, uh, excuse me, we've had numerous conversations about how much I love your podcast how good it is <laughs> and i've even made suggestions of films you can watch so uh what the fuck are you talking about so just want to yeah, put you went in pretty hard you went in really hard on your friend she is my only friend that listens so to be fair like not only would i like to say sorry jenny for just like you know completely utterly lumping you and the rest of the shit heap of people that i associate with but also um yeah just extra special thanks to you because you know i really appreciate it um you're a wonderful human that's all just wanted to say that just want to put that right because i wronged her and i I don't feel comfortable with that yeah oh as i saw my uh my dad and my brother this last week neither of them listened i thought maybe my brother my um my dad my dad pretended he did and that lasted about three seconds and because then he realised he didn't know even what it was about. So, wow. Anyway, well, you know what? Maybe stop, stop the next series will really grip these people by the balls, and um, we'll we'll have them, you know, convert. I don't want to grip my dad by the balls. I'll do that for you if you want, dude. <laughs>
I knew that would upset you. Dad. Oh. Let's finish it there then. Uh, let's go watch your film. Bye. Bye. Welcome back. Welcome back, Leah. Welcome back, listener. Thanks for my welcome back. Really appreciate it. Cool. There was that little gap there. We, we really need to get better at saying hello at the beginning of a podcast. No, no, I was no. looking at you right in the eye then, saying welcome back, expecting you to say, you know, thank you or hello or something. Oh, hi. Like, yeah, oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, whatever, save it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so let's just straight into it as we normally do then. Overall, what are your thoughts? Didn't like it. How much did you not like it? I fucking hated it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, I want to caveat this strongly because when I don't like a film, normally you critique why I don't like it. Now, from the top, I did not expect that it was going to be a fucking musical or a Disney production. Yes, and I you went, nev- you never expect it to be the film that it is. That's part of the problem or part of the success. It's that you've got these crazy views and you thought this was a a slasher film, basically. Yeah, so I sat down really surprised that Elia had agreed to watch it because I was like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll watch it by myself. Like, I'll watch it when you've gone to bed or I'll get up early and watch it. Like, I I know you hate horror movies. And she was like, no, 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 it's fine. I really want to see this film. I was like, you don't really want to see it. Like, it's a horror movie and there's going to be slashing. And she was like, no, 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 it's cool. (laughs) So... I was like, oh, I don't even know if we can watch it anywhere. She was like, no, no, we can watch it. And I was like, oh, did you check? She's like, no, but we can watch it. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with her? Why is she being such a dick? <laughs> Obviously, it's because we've got Disney Plus, right? So she was like, no, it's fine. So then, anyway, we sit down to watch it. She goes into Disney, and I'm like, oh, well, they've got some weird shit on Disney. And then she puts it up, and I'm like, why is there a little skeletal man on the screen? Like, I'm not very happy about this. She starts it off and there's like, the, you know, the Disney castle and I'm like, Jesus. So I realised really, really soon on that it's not going to be what I want, which is a good old like killer movie. Mm-hmm. But what I did, I said, can you just pause it, please? And she was like, why? I'm like, just pause it. I just need a minute. So I like, <laughs> I got rid of all my wanting to watch the slasher movie and I told myself, you know what? You love a Disney film. They're one of your favourite genres of film. Yeah. Um And... Actually, it's a short film, hour and 21 minutes, bloody brilliant. You don't like a long film. You're tired. And this could be just the film that you need this evening. So I really reset myself. So I went into it thinking it's not what I wanted, but it's something that I like. The singing started and I was like, okay, I love a musical. I love a Disney film. I love a Disney film. But instantly, it annoyed me. I was like, oh, I don't like the animation. I don't really like the singing. It's very dark. But it's going to have a great story. So come on, just, you know, give it a chance. And you love Christmas. Fucking love Christmas. This isn't about Christmas. It's not really about anything. And therein lies my problem with this movie. The story development is non-existent. Do you know what score it's got on them? Flaming Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Take a pun. 64. 91. Really? According to Ellie. Let me check. She might be lying to me. She's reasonably reliable as a source. 
Oh, she's very reliable. Uh, it might not be. What's it called? Dirty tomato, rotten tomatoes, rotten. Rotten tomatoes. Uh, while you're finding that, I'll read out the text message, and you can tell me at what point in the film you started sending this. Mm-hmm. So what you sent me was, it's a fucking Disney movie. Like literally before we paused the credits, before we paused. Ninety-five <laughs> percent. Ninety-five. That's ridiculous. Yes. Right. So just to recap on these, this text message, it's a fucking Disney movie. And I said, from memory, there are very few stabbings because obviously you, that's what you were expecting. Surprising that. What a fucking joke. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's a fucking musical. I'm so angry, furious. Those yeah. messages were in the space of seven minutes. Yeah. But I reset myself. And honestly, after they started that whole this is Halloween and you were just like, oh, for God's sake. And you know what? What's worse? What's really worse? When we play, we have a Disney playlist, which we listen to a lot because we've got a 16-month-year-old child and and an Alexa. So you just go, Alexa, put the Disney playlist on and she just takes care of shit for you, right? But I found out the other day from a friend of ours that if you ask her, you can say, Alexa, can you tell me the question of the day? And every day there's a question that's worth like points. And it like. That you have to um, answer. Yes. And it tells you how good you are against everyone else who's playing. And then if you get awesome. it right, you get a bonus question. Like today's question, I'll give you the question for today. Go Which country produces the most amount of pumpkins? And the options were the US, mm-hmm. China, Bangladesh, or India. Well, I wouldn't have thought those other three were pumpkin-y countries, so I'm going to say America. So did we. We were wrong. It's China. They produce 80% of the world's pumpkins, and what's weird about this is they fucking eat them all. The biggest exporter of pumpkins as a country is Spain. What the fuck are the Chinese doing with all those pumpkins? (laughs) There's a lot of people in China. Yeah, but, I mean, nobody likes pumpkins. The thing is, as well, with, like, Chinese food, it's mm. not in Chinese food, is it? No. Never seen a pumpkin in China. Been there several times. I mean... You, well, we, we all remember the classic, you know, China-Hong Kong stories from, from the Karate Kid episode, classic episode, go check it out. Mm. Um, but you would think that there'd be, like, you know, a pumpkin chow mein. Yeah, exactly. They've got, they've got that many pumpkins to get rid of. You'd think they'd be getting rid of, you know, everything that you eat would have a bit of pumpkin in. Pumpkin noodles. Maybe they make pumpkin noodles. I might do some research on it. But anyway, interesting. That aside, because that was a side topic, right. we use the Alexa to play the Disney playlist. And what oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. happens is she just jumbles up Disney songs. And most of them you know, you know. They're like classics. Which you but, mean jumbles them up, like a mashup. Yeah, mash them up. Like, not mashes two songs into one, but, like, she'll play, like, something from um, The Little Mermaid and then Lady and the Tramp and then something from The Aristocrats. And it's just go Aristocats. It just goes on and on and on, right? Right. And it's a good couple of hours and you can just sort of forget that you, you know, have to entertain a child. But one, two of the songs are from this fucking movie and they're the two songs that I'm like, Alexa, skip, because I hate them. It's... um. So I fell asleep watching this last night and then I just had to watch it. And the thing is, I don't, I I don't, I don't have the hatred that you do for it. I just, I find it boring. Like there's nothing, it does not grip me at all. 
I don't think it's. I don't think it's hatred. It's disappointing. Like you seemed fucking. There was definitely hatred in those messages last night when you were saying I fucking hate it. Because you know when you're just like I have not watched a film that's been scary for a long time, and I think in my head I was like this could be really good. Like in my version of the movie, this girl is fucking terrified, and we find out later she's hiding from her own fucking father. Basically, he's like slashing her up. That's that's got to be a good watch, right? <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, yeah. It doesn't exist, but yeah, exactly. So I was just like, I don't know, I really wanted that film, and this film was just a <laughs> letdown. Also, though, and this is like, I mean, a bit off topic, but to be honest, I I literally looked at my notes for this film, which were very disappointing. Later on, I wrote disappointing. I mean, it was in line of like animation disappointing, music disappointing. What the fuck is the story? Disappointing. Character development? Disappointing. Like, there was nothing about it that really made... I didn't know if I liked the characters. All of them. Some of them. I, I'm, I'm not sure what it is that I don't like about them. I don't know if it... I think I don't like Jack Skeleton for the same reason that I don't like spiders. Is that like a, a I don't know, a dog or a rabbit or a gerbil or whatever... You can kind of figure out, you look and go, right, there's a head and there's a body and there's legs. Great, right? And with a spider, it's just sort of legs. And it's just sort of like a bundle of stuff. And that, and I think he was supposed to look maybe like a bit like a spider. I'm not mm-hmm. entirely sure. There were bits of it are like, he looks like a spider, but he just didn't. It was like a very sticky leg. I don't know. It just, there was nothing. There were neither scary nor appealing. Mm. Their coupling is very upsetting for me as well because, I mean, she's basically a sock stuffed with leaves is what I got through the film. And he is basically a man made of bone. So between them, I don't really see how they're going to get any kind of happiness. Any kind of friction. Well, he's not like a skeleton. Like, he's got – like, he's not a skeleton. He's like – He is a skeleton. Well, he's not because those legs weren't bones. They were just like – two lines they're bones in trousers i don't think they were bones i seriously he's a skeleton to me he's a skeleton i can't say the word probably either skeleton yeah he's just it's not yeah he's not right i I think the 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 girl sally i made Mm. like two notes and one of them was is she a dead jessica rabbit no jessica rabbit was hot and a rabbit yes but if she no jessica rabbit wasn't a rabbit she was like part rabbit. <laughs> she wasn't part rabbit. What part was. of her was rabbit? The she, had a part of rabbit she had a little she had a little fairy tale. No, she wasn't a rabbit, you're right. She was yeah, but that film's a bit disconcerting, isn't it? I've seen that film. What, who Who's rabbit? rabbit? Fucking love it. I don't know why, but I used to watch it over and over and over again. But yeah, I think if you put a picture of Jessica Rabbit, maybe again, one for the Insta, Jessica Rabbit next to Sally, whatever her name is, Sally. I Sally think Stubberleaves. She, I, Sally I think she might be a dead Jessica Rabbit. She doesn't have her boobs. But because well, she's, you know, over the years of having been dead, these are the and things that you not, lose. You lose a bit of firmness never, in the bust. She never lived, man. You know, remember, he made her. He, he says that. I, he created her. Oh, um, okay. what I would I really say is I don't understand why this has got such a cult following because it clearly has, right? No. No. One of the things I wanted to talk about, and I don't know if this is controversial because it's not the film we watched, but um, <laughs> is it the film we watched or the film that you described? 
No, it's neither of those things. Oh, cool. Uh, okay, yeah, another film that. entirely that I'd like to introduce into the conversation. Yeah, why not? Have you seen the movie Return to Oz? Yes. Okay. Recently or as a child? Oh, not for donkeys. Okay. No so one's watched that film recently. This isn't like a really big like family argument that we have because my brother says that it is the most terrifying film for children ever. I mean, this kid gets taken to an insane asylum. She's going to ha- get fucking electric shock therapy. She escapes. She nearly drowns. She ends up in a fucking, you know, dream slash coma. And then the whole thing happens. The whole, you know, with wheelers and TikTok and Mumby with a head. It's creepy. It's a creepy film. I remember finding it creepy. I fucking loved it as a kid. Like, I loved it. And to me, like, that should have the cult status of being, like, iconic, wonderful. This film last night that we watched, as I was watching, I was like, I know people love this, right? I know people have, I've seen so much material, books, like statues um, of this skeleton man and his little fucking, you know, world of Halloween shit. Yeah. This is like, people love it. And I know it's Tim Burton and I know that he's like, you know, epic or whatever, but it doesn't, what's the fucking story, man? I, I honestly say, so I've seen this film before, but I don't know if I've ever, like, say Hayley really likes it. I don't. And so I was getting her to explain it to me last night, um, up until the point I fell asleep. And what she said the story is, is that he's bored of being... Halloween uh, man. He, he's in charge of Halloween. Yep. He's got bored of it. It's no fun to him anymore. It's no challenge. Okay, it's right. We've all been there. Yeah. And then he decides that Christmas looks, fun. looks like more fun and he wants to run Christmas instead. And then but first, he tries, then tries to, introduce, to kill. He tra- first of all, he tries to bring Christmas into Halloween land. So it's like when that doesn't work, he's like, fuck it. I'll just steal Christmas. Something like that. I mean, I'm, I wasn't sure about whether he's... Like going, okay, I'm going to take Christmas and sort of Halloweenize it a bit. Or if he just doesn't get it because he's like giving kids little heads up. And to be fair, those kids should have been a little bit more shocked by being given a decapitated head. And I he was do. just standing there holding it going, like, I don't know what game this is. is but it, he's is Santa, right? Game? I mean, you don't know what Santa really looks like. You're, you're a kid. You think he's going to be like fat and, you know, fleshy. And then he turns out he's like a skeletal fucker in a really striped, like really, you know, tall, garb whatever i mean you're a kid you shouldn't even be up so do you remember going to meet santa no i don't did you never meet go and meet santa i mean i'm sure i did but i don't remember it like i remember i don't know when i i don't know when i didn't know that father christmas was real yeah, I don't remember. But I remember like Christmas morning being like, fucking, I never waited up late to find him or anything, but I was always like really happy. Oh, I I tried. And I remember one time, I don't know how old I'd have been, I guess something like, I don't know. I, I know I was about to say number and then I was, wasn't sure how old you're supposed to be when you're not believing in Santa. But I remember seeing someone come into my room because we had that thing where my mum and dad were put a, like a Docking at the end of the mm. okay, and that was basically stuff to keep us occupied until they wanted to wake up in the morning. 
And it's always the same. It would be like a Beano or Roar of the Rovers annual or something. And, you know, I don't know, fruit and socks and some sweets and this sort of shit. All the stuff that, like, Bruno. We, and the dandy. Roy, Roy, dandy, dandy was my own, and Roar of the Rovers. And then um, I remember one year, though, is that I saw, you know, when you sort of, like, you're trying to stay awake. And I remember seeing someone come into the room. And then the next day, saying to my mum, I thought I saw Santa last night, but it definitely wasn't Santa. But someone came in. And she said, yeah, that was me because Santa asked me to go in and check because she thought uh, Santa thought that you were still awake. So sent me in and I'm going, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And now I look back and go, well done, mum. That was very. That was very you know, quick. Good, good yeah. thinking. Not like my mum at all. It's amazing. But anyway, but, and the weird thing with this film is it's sort of neither. It's not sort of Halloween-y or Christmassy and Hayley's going yeah that's the beauty of it it sort of it works for both and I'm like yeah but it's works not... for neither yeah, doesn't know. have the scariness do you know what I think as well though and this is really sad it hasn't aged well so if you consider <laughs> that this was made in the 90s like probably at the time if you watched it then you were like fuck me this is incredible was there was there anything you did like about it God, not really. I mean, it was short. That was good. Yeah. Um, I guess. God, it really, uh, really was a bad film. I quite liked. Mm, I quite the, I like the character. Bad. I just the character just, who built the lady, Sally. Yeah. I guess he'd be my favourite character. Okay, but let me ask you a question about him. So everyone lives sort of at the top of a tower and my, I wrote down like two things. And one of them was, is Sally a dead Jessica rabbit? And the other thing I wrote down was the evil scientist lives at the top of the tower, but it doesn't seem to be wheelchair accessible. Yeah. So I I did check because at one point, I guess Jack goes up there and I'm like, he's definitely walking upstairs. Because that can't be a ramp. It would be way too steep to have a ramp all the way up. No, you never get a tower with a ramp. It was definitely stairs. He's probably got so, a lift in down the middle on the core. I didn't see anything. And you'd think if he's some sort of scientist, he would have made something. Unless he... I guess I, I liked his character. I, the, the bits, I guess there were bits I liked, to be fair. I love the fact that she was constantly fucking knocking them out. I love that. That she was like, you know... Oh, we'll just knock him out and then I can get out of this hellhole. When she threw herself off that tower, ripped herself to bits and then just grabbed herself and stitched herself back together, I thought that was quite cool. I thought um, when she did that, I was like, why didn't she just grab the chain thing and just go down rather than throwing yourself off a building? There's people watching. They're going to need therapy. Well, they didn't seem to. They carried on playing music moments later. Well, they I mean, I think... This is, oh, and, you know, the guy who, it's quite dark. Like, this is the other thing. It's a Disney movie. Who are you pitching it at? Because that little sack of shit man, whatever he was called. Oh, uh, Oogie Boogie or something? He's quite scary. And that guy, the mayor, when he spins his head around and he's all, like, cross mayor, he's quite scary. I mean, I'm not putting a child in front of that film. I think the Oogie Boogie, he might have been my favourite character. I am... I thought, he had a, I thought he had a nice voice. He looked quite cuddly. Like he, he was made he of bugs. Bro. He was literally made of bugs. Well, okay, I liked the outside of him. 
Which I wasn't you, such a fan of the inside, Hessian so. sack. So you like a Hessian sack, do you? He was um not to wear, but you know, he as a character, he was look. He looked sort of cuddly. He he had purpose and an objective, and I admire that. He had drive. He had mm. chutzpah, and he had chutzpah. a lovely singing voice. Mm. And you know, again, I like that. I could. I, my, my main thing about him was I was like, I like his voice. He's got a nice sort of like a rich soul voice. Well, I think, you know, I know we're not rating this because I guess we're not rating it, right? Uh, well, no, I mean, this is uh, this is the Halloween special. You can just rate it on its own if you want. So it does, give it okay, a well, well, I don't know. Fuck it, I'm giving it a one. It's No, not one. It, you can have two. I mean, it's not unwatchable and it was short, so I'll give it a two. And also, I would call it, i just call it a fucking nightmare. That's what I'd call it because it's not really before anything. To me, I had nothing to do with Christmas. I found, I found none of it relatable at all. Hold on. Well, what did you want to relate to? In, what did what did you find relatable in the dad's dabbing up all of the family and friends film? What was relatable in that? The feeling of fear. You don't, you know, the fear. Oh, uh, right. Okay, that makes. Why sense. I love a horror movie, I think, is because if you put yourself in that position, you can give yourself a shit. Like, do you know what I mean? You can really psychologically mess with your own mind then go and take yourself off into a dark room with a cupboard that's open and you're you're fucked for hours i like that this didn't give me anything it gave me nothing at all i'm like i'm not interested in your stupid little drama like piss off you've got your whole you can go to christmas town whenever you want right you think you're bored mate you're bored of halloween how about before you ruin someone else's holiday you jump through one of the other doorways do you want to try that you find a magical fucking centre in the forest where you can just bump through into any other land. You don't bother. You just jump through to Christmas and then decide to just fuck it all up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry, but I just, I, I really know. This that guy's got no fact. balls. Pardon? He's got no balls. <laughs> Literally, he's got no balls, has he? Hmm. Anyway. Well, I mean, he tried tried one. He didn't really like it, and then he, you know, maybe yeah, next time. Know. Apparently, there was an Easter it. door as well, but there I don't was know. Easter. There was. Um, I saw there was Thanksgiving. There yeah. was. Uh, there's quite a lot of different holidays. Like, if you're really bored of Halloween, right, and you find a magical glade in the forest, you would just go and explore those other places, wouldn't you? Not just fucking ruin Christmas. I'm, I'm not here to defend him, but he went into the Christmas one, really he dug loved it, it, didn't he? he? Loved and it, and then he was like, "Cool, I'll take it." And yeah, tried to explain it to all his little Halloween fiends, and they were like, "We don't get this shit." Why didn't he just go and spend two weeks in Christmas Town, like literally you, so live his best life? Was, you think all he needed was a holiday? I think when you're overworked and you feel like you're not adding value anymore. You yeah. need to distance yourself from the scenario. You need to think long and hard about what you contribute, what you bring, what your, you know, what your specific skill set is, and then come back to it. And if it's not what you want, give the job to somebody else and fuck off to one of the other doors. Don't fucking ruin someone else's life just because you're a bit unhappy with your lot. The guy's a prick. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not. It's not on. It's not on. The anger's come back then. <laughs> I think now we're talking about now I'm rating it and thinking about it. I'm actually like, yeah, I think I am a little bit cross with him because actually potentially 
he could have fucked up a whole other holiday. Well, Santa nearly died. Yeah, I don't like Santa, though. That's not Santa. Santa wouldn't act like that. wouldn't be such a prick about things. I mean, since Santa no, kind of I think he was a bit of a prick. Why was Santa a prick? Oh, he just was. He had an attitude. Santa wouldn't have an attitude. I just find the whole thing very disappointing. Okay, so what we've got then is it's a two out of ten. Mm-hmm. The best thing you can say about it is something along with did you say like you don't hate it and it's short and it's short uh in terms of your all of the films we've watched at the bottom anything worse is this better than any of the films that we watched in the first series that's a really hard question i think actually thank you very much no i mean what did we say was the worst film in the end I think Top Gun. I would say, controversially, Top Gun is better than this. It's not controversial at all. Okay. Um, I bet it is, though, because Rotten Tomatoes, 90, what did I just say, 95? Yeah, something like that. That's that's fucking mental. I mean, like, do they pay people? What is that about? Like, Uh, I mean, maybe it's a vibe, but it's not a vibe I get. I know, I know that this is going to annoy a couple of people, say, because Hayley really likes it. My friend Teresa loves this film. Uh, I don't get it. I just, I don't get what there is to love, love about it. It's not a lovable film. Having said that, you love Home Alone 3. Mm. And I'm never going to understand that. Oh, I watched about brilliant. 10 minutes of it. I was like, I don't know who this kid is. I don't like him. Oh, he's so good. And it's just everything about, about it. Is We're not talking about it now. Okay, it's a Christmas movie though, so it is on the Christmas list for our Christmas specials. I thought we could do a couple of Christmas specials. Okay. Um, obviously we can't do Home Alone because I've seen it, but Home Alone for you guys. But I did think perhaps we could just um have a little special chat about it. About about Home Alone. Three. About Home Alone three. I I so I, I okay. I will watch Home Alone three. Hmm. Have you not seen it all the way through? No, honestly, I've watched the first 10 minutes. And isn't it something like the dad is like the divorced dad from the other films or something? No. And I wasn't happy with that because I was like, they wouldn't have got divorced. That's not even true. So I think what's important, to be fair, I don't know. I don't think that, I I don't know if I've seen the other films. But anyway, my point is, if we can do it, if you haven't seen it, I think we should do a reverse podcast. Percy. Reversey Percy, you can tell me what you think happens in Home Alone 3 and then we'll watch the film. I'm going to reckon that Home Alone 3 is a lot like Home Alone 1 and 2. That kid gets left home alone and causes destruction. Well, I think maybe you should have fleshed that out a little bit because that's very vague. Okay, I will write a description for that. And I think, look, there's a lot of Christmas classics. Yeah, I've got a couple that I've written. Um, I've written out my theories on they're films that um ellie's wanted me to watch for a long time so if we could include one of those it'd make her really happy because um it's the only way she's going to get me to watch it so okay all right well then we're going to come back with more than one christmas special do you want to go out on some sort of halloween message i would say do yourself a favor watch a fucking slasher movie not some fucking dick film about a skeleton who's got burnout and decides to fuck up everyone else's christmas that's my message and i'm sticking to it
All right, we'll leave it there then. Uh, Happy Halloween. Until next time then, till Christmas. We're not going to do Thanksgiving, are we? Oh, is that? Yeah, oh my God, we should. Really? Nah, well, nah, 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 nah. It's not our holiday, man. You know what I mean? Let's not steal other people's holidays. We don't want to be like the skeleton wanker. You're right. We don't want to be like that prick. Yeah. See you later. All right, till Christmas then. Bye. Bye.